we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the driving to work. In traffic so slow, connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Of course, Jess Hilarious is here. Yes, yes I indeed. Am. And we got a special guest in the building, Dionco. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. How you feeling, my brother? How's everybody doing? Everybody good? good? Everybody's That's black and highly favored, yeah. man. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I'm happy to see you. I can't, I'm just, yeah, I, I'm happy to see you. I'm so happy to see Thank you, you as well. Yeah, yes, I know each other? Thank God for coming. Yeah. Thank you, man. They stand up comedy. Dionco. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. A lot yeah. to talk about. You got Average Joe. You, mm-hmm. Aren't you in, you're in the New Color Purple too, right? 
Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. New color purple, average Joe. We just talked about that yesterday. We were talking about they just released the trailer and what's your thoughts on the movie? Because we were like, Color Purple, is that a movie that you do over? Hard yeah. to remake classics, man. Yeah. So the director Blizz, I don't know, he did uh Beyonce's uh, remember when she was doing like um The Lion King where she was like her and Jay, they was like uh The live action Lion King. Yeah, but yeah. remember this video she had? It was like a 20-minute video mm-hmm. where she was like in cars and on the beach running mm-hmm. and her and Jay mm-hmm. had these like suits and stuff on oh, okay. or whatever. It was like very beautifully mm-hmm. shot. Oh, ape shit. Yeah, yeah, all of that. Ape yeah, shit. yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he directed all of that. Mm-hmm. And so for him to take that vision and apply it to this movie is mm-hmm. like bananas. Plus it's a different spin on it. It's a whole different spin on 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 a color purple so um it's gonna be way different than than the other one but still mm-hmm. in its own right you know holding up to what it is mm-hmm. but i ain't really big on remakes neither like that but mm-hmm. but this one yo is crazy because it's a different perspective that's right. what i was saying in 2022 you can't do color purple you have to be, it have to be woke yeah yeah there's so much but, stuff yeah yeah, it's, yeah it's a whole different whole different look on it whole right. different span but, on it but yeah. you know some of the remakes are, are like I didn't like coming to America too, right? I just yeah. the, the first one was just classic. I don't think right. you touched that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like. Uh, there was another remake that they did, but people told me White Man Can't Jump. I didn't want to go see that, but people telling me it's really, really good. So I mm-hmm. guess it can if they come from a different perspective, a new way. Oh, House Party was the another one I didn't mm-hmm. like. I thought mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't really like that one, but mm-hmm. yeah, when they do it from a different perspective or shot well, I don't think there's a problem. Who are you playing? Yeah, yeah. I play um, Alfonso, so I play Seely's uh, father. Gotcha. Oh, that's oh. the one that said, uh, take Sealy. You can't have, you can't have, uh, I can't remember the girl name. You can't have her, but you can have Sealy. Yeah, 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 okay, okay. She ugly, yeah. but she work hard. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah exactly. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I play him. They, yeah. they kept that line in there? Nah, nah. It's a whole, it's different. All right. Yeah, gotcha. but, you know, you still, you still get it. You know, it's, right. it's still, he's still that dude. Got gotcha. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You still wild. call her ugly, just in a 2023 yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> in a woke way. In a woke yeah. way. <laughs> Do you hate that dude having to adjust, like, your content because of this new era? I mean... Yo, yeah, I do I do hate it, definitely. That's why I don't understand why people who don't like that kind of stuff, like why do you even come to the shows? Mm-hmm. You messing it up for the people that really pay to come see and hear yeah. bullshit, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like why would you come in there with your beliefs and feelings about something that I thought of and you ain't in my world, you ain't in my tax bracket, you ain't around the people I'm around, you ain't not about my culture, but you come over here and try to tell me what I need to be saying and doing, it don't even make sense. So uh, yeah, I hate that, that we have to kind of conform to that. And I heard somebody say that in an interview that we don't and if, and. And it's not a problem, and it is a problem, I think, honestly. You got Lenny Bruce and Richard and all these people who stood up for us to be able to say whatever we want to say, and now we can't. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's crazy to take away from the whole thing. It's like now you go to comedy shows and they tell you what they think you want to hear in order to be safe. Right. You know what I mean? But there's certain comics that are still out on the front line that get loose, you know, like Dave and just, just don't give a nope. fuck about yeah. nothing, you know. So yeah. you got great comics that's still out here fighting for that that um, that voice that we all have and that people want to hear, except for certain people that don't. So and your yeah. circumstance is unique because you you definitely edgy on stage, but then you got all the corporate shit going on. 
Yeah. Old Spice and Dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sitcoms and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Yeah, I can't say exactly what I want to say. I mean, see, that's what I, that's my whole life. Sitting back trying to figure out another way. That's what. I, that's all I do. I'd be like, how can I say this another way mm-hmm. and still be able to say it? But you know, it's we ain't, wild. We ain't, you the face of Old Spice, bro. Crazy. Yeah. Like that's and, why. If you really think about it, it's really wild. It's, it's been like a long time. I only think of two. People, Dion Cole and the dude who used to ride the horse backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was on the horse. He was on the horse. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy, right? Like, crazy. Yeah, I couldn't even when they came to me about it. I was just like, wow. So when they came to you and said, "Hey, we want you to do this Old Spice commercial and be the fake," what what was your thought? So at first, they came to me and they was like. I guess they had seen me do all these different kind of like quirky like characters like on uh, Angie Tribeca and Conan and Blackish and I was doing all these like trippy characters and I guess they was like, yo, it, it made sense where it was like, yo, you come in and yo, we can all, we can rock. And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I can do that. So they flew me to Portugal, man, and I shot all of this, basically how Old Spice get down, you know what I mean? Like really wild in the woods, your beard grow and throwing trees and you know, I did all of that and then I came back to the US and they was like they ain't they ain't, they ain't want to use none of that. <laughs> so you did all that they ain't want to all of that and then they use none of it. And then they came to me about something else and then me and um me and this other guy, we, we was just sitting I mean this other guy, he was a uh, Q, he was um writing this whole new premise. And then when he came to me about it, and I was like, "Man, that's cool." And so we we did it, and man, it took off. Yeah, you know, just me and my girl Gab. Yep, I love Yo, yeah, yeah. We just we just got crazy. it in. Yeah, we just I went and grabbed Gab and was like, "Yeah, they thinking mm-hmm. about this pro- this thing where it's a relationship and it's a couple and and yeah. trying to take your old spice and you know." I, and they was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And it's, man, we did it and. Psh- Cause it's a storyline commercial. Yeah, like, it's, it's like, like a storyline. Story yeah, and, we... and I was supposed to be in one of them. Yeah. I was supposed to be your little sister. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, I was supposed to be his little really sister. Not. Yeah, man. Tell the truth. I'm not dead serious. I'm not dead serious. All that. Yeah. Why? Wow. I don't know. They picked Lala Anthony. I'm serious. I was supposed to be his little. Don't take nothing. I was supposed to be. You always supposed to almost be something. All right, whatever. All right, I got a question. Okay. I didn't even know that. Yeah, for real. They ain't gonna tell you. You know, you were at the top. That's dope. That's dope. So I want to know: Are you Doctor Dion Cole now? Because I saw you just, you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like if somebody. On the plane, holler out. They need a doctor. They they gonna be ass out, but it ain't that kind of <laughs> okay. doctor. But yeah, yeah, I just got that. Just got an honorary, so honorary doctor. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Philander Smith College, which oh, is now about to be university. Yeah, thanks, man. It's yeah. uh, and they honored you for all the work that you did and everything. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, Charlamagne paid for his. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah. I gave I got an endowment at South Carolina State University. Okay, yeah, so we can... made me an honorary doctor. Yeah, well, there doctor. it is. And I get a commencement speech. 
Yeah, yeah, I did too. Yeah. It was wild. I gave mine. They really didn't give two fucks of what I was saying over <laughs> it. I thought I was dropping some gems, yo. They was all sitting out there on their phone and shit. Like, <laughs> I was like, they, they, yeah, they was out there like this. And shit. So they might have been taking notes. They might have been taking notes. Yeah, they might have been taking notes. I don't think so, so yo. Do you, do you keep going when you see that? Do you cut it Man, shit? it was. I was bombing, like for real. Like I was, I was giving it, and then it'd be like a, a couple chuckles couple coughs and then I just keep going like yeah. just going on to the next topic or whatever but yeah yeah it wasn't I I, I was thinking I was doing like stand up you think you're in front of an audience like right. that you're about to be ripping yeah. nah they was out there yeah. like nah I want to see my baby cross and get her <laughs> degree and that's what I'm here for but that so. stand up muscle don't kick in when you see people like ignoring you cause you know you'd heckle you, you, you'd get at somebody for that nah like nah, when yeah. it, it, nah I'm, I'm quick to leave I leave, I leave, I leave like a motherfucker. I leave. I man, I didn't left some shows. Jack. In the middle of the show, yeah. Oh my god. I try it and I keep going. If that, if it ain't working, I just know that I ain't for them. And I go, yeah. I'm Trevor. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> I leave on a whole nother name. <laughs> I'm Sean. Peace out. Nashville. This suck. He suck. You know, Dan, you got to be one of the most jack comedians, too, because sometimes I'll come across a funny meme. Like, it'll just be words, and I'll repost it, and then everybody be like, that's Dion Cole. That's Dion Cole. I didn't know that was Dion. I didn't know this was Dion. It's just a Yeah, man. I You know, I... You try to be different and just think outside the box all the time and just try to make a career out of that and just try to always go left mm -hmm. and, you know, think outside the box and, you know, just keep it as 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 real as possible. You know, like yeah. when I'm on stage and I read off my paper, uh, like a lot of those jokes are written and used, but I always do one joke that, that isn't, that I've never done before. Mm -hmm because I want it not to work. Because it's funny not being funny, in a sense. Yes. I think I made a craft out of that. Just You ever watch somebody bomb? I love it. Yeah. You love it, don't you? <laughs> I, do. yeah. I say that all the time. <laughs> joy if you it. see me laughing hard, it's because somebody bombed. Yeah. When somebody's killing, I'm really engaged. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like that too. It's like hilarious with that. Yeah. I want to go see him one time. I know this is his interview and not mine, but I want to go see him in L.A. And that's the, that's the first time I've seen him in, in person. And he does that. Like, he will tell a joke. And, if, and, and it's so funny because he wants it not to work, but... It does, and it's like, yo, stop trying to not be funny. Like you can't, you're just funny. Like, and then he said, he said when he really thought one gonna work, and it was like a couple chuckles, and he was like, no, if it don't work, don't don't force the laugh. Like, no, you don't have to force the laugh. That was so funny to me. Yeah, just seeing him doing that, and then seeing it done so long ago when I first started watching comedy, mm -hmm. it's crazy. He still does it, and it's still like the first time. Yeah, that I watched it. yeah, I appreciate it. It's, yeah. it's you know, it's it's because people tend to forget it's about laughing. Yeah. It ain't how you laugh. Mm -hmm. It's about you laughing. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I, I'm not here to have you laugh a particular way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like you're laughing. If you laugh at anything I do, it's funny, but I think it's funny not being funny, so I make sure I do a joke that does not work. Mm -hmm. And so people will laugh at it, and it's funny to me to to hear people laugh at it. And then when they do laugh at it, it's just like I I really know that yeah. I I got that audience, uh -huh. you know. 
But when they don't laugh, yes. When, when did you first realize you was funny? Like I'm talking about, forget comedy. I'm talking about back in the day. Like I never did. It was a friend of mine's dude named Gwell. Like we was on some ill shit in Chicago, and um, you know I never even thought comedy, but he used to always listen to me just have different outtakes on things and different views, and he would just always be like, "You should do comedy. You should do comedy." And I used to be like, "I ain't doing no goddamn comedy." And one day he bet me to go on stage and I went on and never looked back because I started realizing, because I always thought comics was like, you know, slipping on bananas and pie to the face type mm-hmm. motherfuckers. And, you know, then I realized that there's comedians. Then after I did it, I started doing research and I started seeing like George Garland and then Ellen DeGeneres and mm-hmm. all these other great comics that were like, you know, uh, uh, like, I mean, I, I've, obviously I knew about Red Fox and, yeah. you know, Moms Mabley and all them or whatever, but I started seeing comedians that wasn't throwing pies in their faces, mm-hmm. who was just standing there talking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, oh, you can be funny like that and not move? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, because that was my whole demeanor anyway. Like, I wasn't like no... People, right. people come up to me this day I went to high school with, they was like, boy, you were silly as hell in high school. I'd be like, I ain't even speak to you in high school. Like, I wasn't silly in high school. Like, right. I wasn't even silly in school. Yeah. I used to just be quiet. I was always a thinker being the only child, mm. you know, so now yeah, that's when it was. You're a writer as well. Yeah. So how, how was the, the writing strike affecting you, especially with you being on all these shows as well? Man, just, you can't do nothing. Yeah. nothing. I'm shooting this, uh, I was doing this thing up in, uh, Toronto and the script was already in, so we we working on it now, shooting this this drama. And um, I had a question, and there was nobody to talk to. <laughs> yeah. So what happens in that case? Could you just change the script yourself? No, you just just go how it, however uh, you need to go about it, you know. But hopefully you do it right, you know. But it ain't nobody to talk to. All the writers gone. Everybody's gone, uh, and I can't. Even shows that I had on deck to, uh, you know, like about to sell and about to do, like um, they all been halted and can't mm-hmm. do nothing. Just chill and stand up, you know, that's it. Just go out and yeah. hit the road or whatever because everybody chilling. And L.A. right now, if you come to L.A. right now, it's mad traffic, yo. Mm-hmm. Like you can't go nowhere because mm-hmm. everybody's off work. Yeah. And everybody's just kicking it now. Like all the writers and shit, they, mm-hmm. everybody just partying, traveling. and But yeah, the traffic is terrible right now because everybody ain't nobody at work. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like AI is going to impact the future of Hollywood? Yo, I went to AI and I said, hey, uh, just to like, mess around, I said, write a script about ladybugs. And that shit started off like in the backyard of this one house mm. over on the corner of in Maryland. The the trees are going, they wrote, it was writing an entire script about ladybugs. And that's in all the you backyard. said to it. That's all I said to it. Wrote the entire script, I wrote the breakdown, first thing in the morning, what? exit inserts. Uh, like just wrote that motherfucker too. I was like, yo, Damn. that's crazy. But yeah, that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna really mess up everything right now. Yeah. I heard that they doing this now where they calling people and if you pick up the phone, you go, Hello. It's your kids. No, they they get your voice, mm-hmm. take your voice and then reduplicate it. Yeah, and that's and how then they use people. it to call other people or and say like they you need money and all that mm. other stuff. So 
Oh yeah, they was doing that with kids too. Like they'll call your phone, and I, don't, I guess they get your kids' voice from social media, and your mm -hmm. kids be like, "Help, help, mommy, help, help!" Yeah. And they ask you for ransom money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what they they wow. doing with that shit now. It's crazy as fuck right now, right? So yeah. it's like it's like yeah, that AI is going to it's going to tear everything up. On top of everybody being like kind of dumb as hell right now. Yeah, you see, <laughs> kind of. You yeah. see that? You see that? I, so I I posted this video about these kids. They cannot read clocks. Mm. Did you see that? Mm -mm. No. Like a round clock yeah, with numbers? Yeah, yeah. They do not know how to read clocks. Wow. But then you start thinking about it. Am I old or are they like dumb? Like, yeah, they a little bit of both. It's, but no. it's a little but a little look. It's 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 <laughs> they are so they don't have clocks. How old were they? They was like teenagers. Oh, that's stupid. But that look, they, they man, yeah. one man, they honestly was on there like this. I ain't never even seen one of those. A round clock? Dude, they was trying to think about it. We don't really see them. You see digital clocks they and there's just... no round clocks. Even to, I, I'll take it a step further. I was talking to uh, somebody that was late the other day and he was like, my phone died. And what you don't think about, you know, everything's connected to electricity. Back in the day, I don't know, but my dad used to have a wind up clock. Mm -hmm. So no matter oh, what, yeah. it would always go off. He mm -hmm. never would have to worry about being late. Yeah. The electricity yeah. went out or forget to save it. So he was mm -hmm. like, yeah. these kids know nothing about that. So if right. the phone dies, they late. Mm -hmm. They don't, they have no idea. Yeah, they was, time they, they was yeah. asking them, like, they was asking them, they was on that, they was on there like, yeah, it's 976. Like, I was what? like, Teenager, <laughs> so you do? dude, they was trying to figure out the time. The dude was yeah. like holding the clock and he was like, what time is this? And they was like, 976. And this is in America. In America, in America yeah. yo. But it had me thinking, like, man, yeah. we old as hell. Where nah. don't nobody know no lottery clocks. No, it's just things get out of, you know, you just get out of touch with things. Like, I mean, because honestly, just clocks. Real, though? Yeah, I have phone. clocks all over my house, but I don't tell time on them. They wear them on their wrist too. I know what they and don't are, set the, set the time on their wrist. They just flood them out. Listen, they just flood I wear this Cartier because it's nice. And I'm not about to. What time it is? I'm gonna be like ten fifteen. I'm never. It's my watch, fake. Stop playing with me. Oh, oh, yeah, you ain't gonna be able to tell. Chris should say three o'clock. For real? Yes. Oh, yeah, see, that's why I say, oh, say three o'clock. Yes, and I can say like two fifty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> so that has Yo, nothing to do with being crazy. Crazy. We just got away from yeah, that. Yeah, think about it. People don't necessarily buy watches for time now. It's yeah. more for, as an accessory. Because when somebody ass. says, what time is it? What's the first thing you do? You go pull out your phone look and be like, oh, it's 15. Dude. If I got a nice watch on, I'm gonna show him the fuck. It's, it's so wild. You gotta pay attention to that shit. Like, straight yeah. up. Like, yeah. it be little shit like that that mm -hmm. you be like, whoa, yeah. the world changing. Like, right now, I'm looking at your face. You over there, like, damn. Like, Amazing. even with navigation. Oh, I thought you were talking about his face change. Because he got no. nose. Oh, no. He didn't get a nose job. He got a nose job. I'm saying I didn't get a nose job. I removed some polyps from my nose. They didn't touch my nose. But, but even navigation, think about navigation. Right now, yeah. if I'm driving around, I can know I can know where my house is. I still put it in navigation. Mm -hmm. Now, let's say that the Waze app don't work or Google Maps don't work. Mm -hmm. I'd be lost. I'd be like, where am I going? Right, gone. Right. And right. ain't no way to get there unless you like like a lot of old people. They still be carrying maps. At and map shit. quest and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I know people that still well, they're older obviously, but people that still print off um, directions. But I think you rely on it because I do the same thing. We just rely on it because we know we got it. If you ever just try to get home, you would get there. No, no, I'm not talking about home, but oh, like whatever. other places. Like let's say you got to go from Baltimore here, right? Yeah. And you know you you got to take 95 to the turnpike yep. to, through the tunnel. Now yep. you ain't got no navigation. You are gonna mm -hmm. be like, damn, which way am I going again? Right. I'm gonna mm -hmm. I'm eventually get home because I know what I gotta take to get here to get there. Read signs and all of that. But 
I, I would, yeah, I would literally lose my mind just because this is easier. Mm -hmm. So that sometimes we use it, we don't even need it. That's crazy to hear y'all say that. Though, on it. I've seen you, Jess, and I know you do. Y'all comedians have like uh, photographic memories because y'all yeah. got to remember jokes and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. that, but I don't know where the hell I'm going if I don't know GPS. <laughs> 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 I don't know GPS. I got this old chick, Kyle. She had OnStar, yo. You know oh my God, I, yes. I, the button up the top. That where she, the dude is like, like make what? her laugh. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no. no. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you got average Joe coming out too, right? Yeah, yeah, Ivis Joe, man. This um, this was uh, thank you so much. It was yeah. man, this was a labor of love. Um, it's a like a darkly comedic drama. Mm. It takes place in Pittsburgh. This dude, he um, his father dies, and these mob dudes is looking for him. And the the Joe, he don't know what's going on, but his father had left some money trying to figure out what's going on. Mm. He had to make these decisions between like um, you know family and money, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a super like it's funny, but it's it's dark, it's dark as hell. Like we was leaving set miserable, mm -hmm. just just from being like a comic. Yeah. You gotta you know you you can yeah. good to do yeah. comedy, but every day just to leave murdering mm. motherfuckers and mm -hmm. lying and deceitful and mm -hmm. heartache and. Mm -hmm. Losing people and yeah. every day you leave, you know. That was the first time I started realizing I understand how like people kind of break when they when they do movies yeah. and stuff. That was the very first time. Cause I used to be like, you ain't that deep into character. Yeah, but nah. Like you, if you keep doing that, mm -hmm. you have to constantly be that person mm -hmm. to do that. Like you, like that's that shit wear on you. Mm -hmm. I used to always think like like with Pac, they always say Pac became like, like Bishop. Yeah, he juice, became yeah, bishop yeah. from Juice or whatever. Mm -hmm. But at first, I never really kind of like believed that shit. But yeah, and I, I saw Michael B. Jordan talk about how he had to go to rehab after uh, Creed. Fruitville. Nah, he said Fruitville. I think it was Fruitville, or it was uh, no, nah, I think it was Wakanda. Wakanda. Oh. Yeah, yeah is it Killmonger? I don't know, Dang. but I remember him saying that he had to go to like rehab. I thought it was yeah. Wakanda. It might, have, but 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 a lot of a lot of a lot of, a lot of actors got to do that anyway. Mm. That's how that show was, man. We was down there. We was shooting in Atlanta, boy. It was yeah. like, we was doing like 16 hours, sometimes mm. 20 hours, yo, shooting that shit. But but we got a nice piece of uh, work, and man, it's it's gonna be something. If y'all like murder and mayhem. Absolutely. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You, 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 gonna, you gonna love this. this you're a lead. This, 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 crazy, For the right? first time. I'm For the excited. first time, wow. right? Crazy, that's, that's right? Amazing. So sitting here watching, looking at you talk about it, it's like amazing because even as comics, we we can still we can play any part. We can yeah, do anything. You know, yeah. I always think of Robin Williams. Yeah, and, you know the comics, especially that, going from comedy to drama. Yeah, yeah. Jim Carrey, and you know, and even like what you just said, like how you sixteen hours, you got to stay this person, and you got to yeah. like it's like you used to being, you know. But yeah. no, it's different. But nah. the fact that you can do it, yeah. But it's different. like I remember when I when they when when they when I took the job. Cause usually I'm I'm the type of cat I go play my part and yeah. I go get my drop top and we rolling you know what mm -hmm. I mean like that's what I did on Blackish for eight years right. I did my part and I was out I was gone when they when I when I signed on to do this and seeing like 
60 page scripts mm-hmm. and I'm in like 90% of it and I'm looking yeah. like like I got a real job <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I can't leave they like man uh, nah. nope. first one here last to leave you like what mm-hmm. it was an adjustment because I still had other things going yeah. on mm-hmm. and other businesses and other projects and trying to write that and do that and trying to do this Yeah, I had to learn to I had to cut all that out just focus dead on this and, and get it done. But yeah, being being a, you, you got to watch what you pray for. Yeah. You got to know how to pray. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, a lot of a lot of people don't know how to pray, and you know that was one of the things that I learned. You know, yeah, like a, a person to ask, man, Lord, can I have a man? Can I have a woman? And mm-hmm. they'll get you one, and they won't have a job. <laughs> God, <laughs> take this one they back. They won't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> I take it back. I, say, oh, I forgot to ask for a job with that person. <laughs> Yeah, so you just got you got now to pray, man. But uh, no, it was it was an amazing, amazing thing that shifted my whole mind mm-hmm. and mind frame as far as like acting and uh, you know just uh, you know taking on those those responsibilities. When yeah. it comes to comedy and drama, right? They always say it's a thin line. That's where the whole tears of a clown thing come from. So as a comic, you don't lean into trauma. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. That's that's exactly what I did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it wasn't like that at first. Like like. Uh, Another another turning point when we was doing um, the harder they fall, I was like, I walked on set and was like, "Yeah, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? I'm funny and comedian, comedian." I remember Jonathan Majors and all them. They was just all sitting back and Delroy Lindo. They was all just quiet, and just chilling. I was like, "Hey, what's going on, Dion? Hey, so we gonna knock this out and we gonna?" They was just like, and then when we rehearsed, they was just like so like ink, like yeah. it was so real and so. It just was like, man, I remember Jonathan told me, he was like, man, you shouldn't, acting is the worst title for this job. This is what mm. you should not be doing. Mm-hmm. You should not be acting. You should become, you yeah. should become that person mm. instead mm. of acting. Okay. And so it made me be like, oh, really? So then I went back, changed my whole demeanor up, man, yeah. just from that conversation yeah. and came yeah. back and was like, all right, we gotta, we gotta just become this person, mm-hmm. and and I remember that all the time, just be becoming, right? You know, and so isn't that dangerous though? When you gotta yeah. unpack that person, like when you gotta finally disconnect, like you yeah, 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 you gotta, you gotta <laughs> go home by yourself. Don't go hang out and kick it and all that, you know, because mm-hmm. you 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 don't know when you turn in that off. That's if you get deep enough. Right. A lot of people don't really get like that because they don't go deep enough, but. If you go deep enough, you really got to go home by yourself, and you got to like just chill and yeah. like just, just, just have a moment to like just bring it down or whatever, you know. So you know, I had, I had to, to kind of learn that, you know, because I still was trying to kick it and mm-hmm. go do stand up. I'll yeah. go set and then go do stand up, and I could see it in my stand up. Mm-hmm. I was up there, gloomy as fuck, uh-huh. dude. Like, yeah, so. If, if you ever see a lady and she, <laughs> they'll be like this, just staring at me and shit. Right. Like, I used to be like sad as hell. I'm Sam. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you gotta, you gotta cut it off, definitely. What about when you're not in the mind state to joke all work? Like, 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 have, did you give yourself time to grieve after your, your mother passed? Or? So uh, I am like still. Uh, dealing with that, like that's mm. like, that's like really fucking with me still. Mm. And I'm trying because I was the only child, you know. Mm. Uh, 
No brothers, sisters, no father. Yeah, no, thank you, man. And I'm still like, that's why I try to stay as busy as possible because anytime I like have downtime or anything good happen, Mm -hmm. like that shit fuck with me because I be wishing she was here, that she can like, that she could be here and be a part of that. And people out there that that's going through the state, they know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like anything good happen to you, you just, it's like a bittersweet moment, you know? Like even with the color purple coming out, I'm not like like in it, in it like that, but I just wish my mama would have been there to see that. Sure. And, I, and you know, it's things like that. Even Average Joe being the lead, it's like, I wish my mama was here so she can like, like see that and feel that because it was stuff we talked about. Even getting my doctorate, I, for her to know that her son was now like, like, um, like doctor, like having a degree like that mm-hmm. is just that would have like sent her. You know what I yeah. mean? So anytime these situations happen, it's like it's nice. But I also just get into like, like, and people don't, and people always be like, you need to go talk to somebody and something. And it's like, yeah, you can do that, but this just happened to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know nobody who has something like this can just happen to you and you go talk to somebody and you all good. If anybody's like that, they weird to Mm -hmm. me. Like, Mm -hmm. you should be able to grieve, Grieve, like you said, and you should be able to have these moments and, and don't rush people in these yeah. situations, you know, just just be there for them, you know. And I had a lot of people leave me, like a lot of people leave me because I wasn't who they wanted me to be when I was good. Your mom mm. just passed, come on. I know, but everybody left. Dang. And it was weird. And people out there that's dealing with death, they they know what I'm talking about. Like people leave you because you change, and now I'm not the person that out that I that I was when they met me, and I understand that. But if you a good friend and you really there, you gonna you gonna understand this, the severity yeah. of this, and you gonna understand that, you know, being the only child and not having nobody else and no mother, no father, nothing like that, and it, that that's gonna weigh on you. You you basically in the world alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. You really don't have nobody else. I, I mean, I got family, cousins, and stuff like that. But immediate, it's uh, it's it's hard, man. Yeah. I I go through it every day, and I try to uh, try to be better. And you know, I remember this lady said this to me one day, and I was this guy. I was at this car lot, and I was sitting in the car, and I was crying, tr- like looking at cars and shit, like because mm-hmm. it just come whenever, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there looking at the car like, man, it's beautiful, <laughs> I'm crying, mm-hmm. and sales guy came over, he was like, you all right? And I'm like, yeah, and I told him I lost my mom. He just started crying, just mm-hmm. crying, this, and he was hugging me, and I'm just like, man, like, and he was like, he lost his mom like 10 years ago, and it still affect him, wow. and he was like, yeah. he's like, hold he said, you around 50 years old? And I'm like, yeah, and he was like, welcome to the club. And I was like, wonder what he was saying. He was like, yeah, anybody around 50, it's a club of, of people who lose their parents because our parents is like 70 and 80 years old. Yeah. And he was like, and when you hit about 50, 
That's mm-hmm. around the age that everybody uncles, aunts, wow, uncles, mothers, fathers, aunts, mothers, yeah. fathers, everybody started going away. And he was like, and so it's that club, and he was like, Welcome to 50. And I was just mm-hmm. like, he was like, Welcome to the club. And I was just like, damn. And I started thinking about it. And it's like that. And so I, I try to advocate and tell everybody, man, if you got your mother, your father, yeah. any of that, man, take pictures of them, video them, talk to them, even if you don't get along with them, just be around them, man, because you just never know. Because my mom dies suddenly. Right. Wasn't mm-hmm. nothing wrong with her. Just, I came from audition calling her, and they was like, she didn't make it. And I'm not thinking that she going to an appointment and I was like an appointment it's like nah she ain't make it and I'm like make make what and I just yeah. could not understand that mm-hmm. shit like what do you mean she make it and they told me that shit I just like what I was like I just talked to her what mm-hmm. are you talking about mm-hmm. yo that shit was like wild and I didn't even want to like even with my Netflix special I didn't even want to do that yeah that wasn't even something I was planning to do but I got cornered into shooting that special on that day, you know, mm. like the day that my mom died, September 10th, and I was looking for a spot. Usually when you tour, if you're about to shoot a special, you won't perform in yeah. that city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was gonna do Philly. Philly was the mm-hmm. city I was gonna shoot my special in, mm-hmm. but uh, we were taking too long with the deal, and I ended up doing Philly, right? And I had nowhere else to go. Yeah. And I wanted to shoot, I thought about New York, but I just was like, you gotta be from New York in order to do New York, you know what I mean? Like, New York is just different, you know? It's like, you gotta be from there. But when it came around to me shooting a special, Netflix was like, all right, you gotta shoot in September. And I was like, make sure it's at the end of September, because I knew I couldn't shoot around a year later from the day my mom passed. They came back not even knowing. They was like this, yeah, we got the venue. I'm like, man, let's do it. I was like, what day? They was like, September 10th. And I was like, uh, I said, nah, I was like, I, I was like, I ain't gonna do it. Then about days later, my mom was like, you know what, don't even mourn like that. Like, celebrate her, shoot on that day, mm-hmm. dedicate this to her mm-hmm. and, and celebrate her. Because when people pass, man, you have to like make them live through you. Of course. Yeah. Even if it's a password. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you get if you set a password mm-hmm. and you put their name in every day, you that's that's yeah. making them every day. Yeah, that's right. They with you every day. You know what I mean? And so I was I like, you just didn't give up your password. No, I did not. I did No, but yo, and and I just was like, man, I'm gonna shoot it, and I shot it like on that day. But I also was trying to show people and teach people that. With comedians and entertainers, even y'all, people don't understand we we got problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when we performing, you never know what that comic is yeah. going through. Mm-hmm. So that was the whole deal with my Netflix special. It, w- it was that I wanted to perform without telling nobody what was going on. Yeah. And then at the end of the special, let them know I was up here rocking with y'all. You're not even knowing what I was going through. I, I had just cried right before I walked out on stage. I was... Backstage, wiping my eyes, took a deep breath and walked out there, performed the whole special with them not even knowing that this was like the one year anniversary of of my mom's death. And I wanted them to see that us performers, we had to put aside whatever we going through. Mm -hmm. Even with y'all, y'all, man, y'all gotta come here and and work. Every day. Mm -hmm. Every day. And you, and the more family you got, more problems you got. 
And so if you got six kids, you got six sets of goddamn problems. Then you still got to come here and That's work. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted that special to show that, hey, while y'all see me up here performing or whatever, and without even saying nothing, at the end of it, I want you to know this is what I was going through this wow. entire mm-hmm. time that I was filming this wow. and shooting this. And doing it in Brooklyn was like, they showed so much love, but I was so scared. I ain't gonna even lie, cause I ain't know what Brooklyn I was gonna get. I ain't know if yeah. it was gonna be Biggie Brooklyn or Gentrified Brooklyn <laughs> or Righteous Brooklyn. And righteous Brooklyn. If I said bitch, they was like, brother, come on now, nah, like the material ain't working. Yeah, yeah. He be like, man, I ain't mean it like that, brother. Right. Like, you now know, you're explaining. Now you gotta explain what you meant and yeah. make the word B I T C H mean something too else. Much. Yeah, yeah, it was too much or whatever. Yeah. But collectively, everybody came out and, 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 and rocked. But uh, yeah, that whole that whole experience was something else. And like I said, I'm still dealing with it. anybody out there dealing with yeah. grief, man. Don't be afraid. I know you're a man or you're a woman, you're a boss and all this other shit, man. Let that shit out. Mm-hmm. Grieve. Learn how to grieve because mm-hmm. it ain't going to stop. Just learn how to do it, control it, and keep it moving and make sure that they live through you. You said something yeah. powerful that I, I would like for you to talk about just because that's something I struggle with. When How do you show up as a friend when somebody has somebody that they lose that's close to them, like a parent or significant mm. other. Like, what do you? What would you have wanted your friends to do in that moment? So, <clears throat> if I'm now different and we ain't buying bottles and kicking it, and I ain't in a club, and I'm now I'm in a club with you, but I'm but I'm daydreaming mm-hmm. and I'm zoned out and I ain't helping mm-hmm. you pull all the women in the club and all that shit or whatever. <laughs> if I'm now I'm boring to you. I'm not what what you was. If you're a friend, you're gonna be like, man, let's get out this club. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go chill. Let's go get you together. Let's go chill. Yeah. If you're anyway different, even if I'm snappy, if I, even if I'm not understanding, if I don't hear you correctly or any of that, understand that I wasn't normally like this. Right. So therefore, you have to know that there's some kind of issue going on with me, right? Yeah. So therefore, you have to channel that and understand that <clears throat> and, and get to know who I am now mm-hmm. or who I'm who I'm about to be mm-hmm. because now I'm, I'm embarking on a new normal mm-hmm. and that's what everybody has to do they have to embark on a new normal that's at a true this friend. point yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. and once a true friend understand that yo he's he's embarking on a new normal mm-hmm. and I have to be here to learn that new normal yeah. in order to be there to be there for them right. Right. you know right. what I mean so once a person understands that Mm-hmm. And they'll be there. They they won't leave you, and they're yeah. gonna be there, right. and they're gonna and they're gonna help you out, and they're not gonna leave because all of a sudden you don't understand them and all of that. And it's like mm-hmm. it's 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 so whack or whatever. Yeah. And I, I lost not only I, and, and and not only did I lose my mother, I lost like other family members and friends. And so it was very mm-hmm. and it, and I'm still in that kind of lonely spot right mm-hmm. now, you know. But it's a lot better because I'm working and I got all these other projects yeah. coming out and about to pop and bubble and all that. Cool. And so it's taking up my mind frame and you know me working on a whole new hour to tour with and yeah. all of that. So you know, my, I, I I'm not feeling as left out right. and lonely no more because you know I got a lot going mm-hmm. on. But as a friend. Mm-hmm. That's what a friend does. A friend understands that you changed and they're gonna change with you yeah. and they're gonna be there for you and they're gonna find out how are you now 
find out what makes you happy now, yeah. what makes you sad now, you know, and they're gonna be there for you. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? But falling back and, and 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 it's a selfish move a lot of people go because they go, Oh, you're not making me f- feel comfortable around you or I Right. And now it's about them. Yeah. And not you. And and not you. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a tripped out situation. And I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and uh, and my but but the friends that I do have, man, we've been rocking, and you know we having the ball, is. and we gonna keep it moving. We appreciate you, know you brother, and we and we love you, brother. Man, I love, love you y'all, too. man, and I brother. thank y'all, man, for this platform. I, I hate that it got serious like this. Nah, nah, comedians always give the best conversations. It's real conversation. Be funny and it's serious. I love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I appreciate y'all, man. And y'all keep. Doing what y'all doing, y'all are very. I just want to say, y'all, y'all are very powerful, more powerful than what y'all even probably think and know. And I want y'all to understand that and keep doing good with 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 the positions, y'all. Thank you, man. Thank, thank you, brother. You. Average wow. Joe premieres yeah. June twenty fifth on BET Plus. And thank you, brother, for joining yeah, us again. Thank you so much, man. Y'all check it out. Right. Dion Cole. It's Dion Cole. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But But nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, coming May 15th. 
where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 